the last full episode of Something for Everybody in 2023. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Something for Everybody, the podcast to help those who listen feel more loved and connected through story sharing. My name is Aaron Mashbitz, and my mission is to help you realize your potential and capabilities through conversations and deep insights so you can make your prior best your new baseline. The last episode of the year is a solo episode where I will break down and discuss the five most important lessons I learned in 2023. And in other news, this podcast is brought to you by Amare. Amare is the mental wellness company, and I use their products every single day. So click the link in the show notes, scroll through all of their products, and see which ones might work best for you and your wellness needs. Then, once you get to checkout, use code EVERYBODY for $10 off your entire order. Now, on to episode 215 of Something for Everybody. my friend, and welcome to Something for Everybody. My name is Aaron Mashbitz, and today is a solo episode of the podcast where I will be discussing and breaking down the five most important lessons that I learned in 2023. But right before we get to that, I really do want to reflect on this podcast over the last 12 months because this is the last full episode that is being released in 2023, and this year was, was really important for the podcast. So bear with me for a, for a second here as I reflect and express some gratitude and share some growth about the podcast before I get into the lessons that are most important that I learned throughout the year. And so in 2023, we released 84 episodes because at the beginning of the year, we decided and committed to releasing an episode every Tuesday and Friday. We stuck to and have committed to that release schedule to make this podcast turn pro. I've also, in addition, late this year, added some short episodes, which are now released on Thursday, Sunday, and Monday, full episodes being released on Tuesday and Friday. So you can potentially get an episode five days a week. Those are on audio platforms on YouTube. We do two full episodes and two clips. So really, you should be engaging with audio and video platforms to get the full experience that this podcast has to offer. So 84 episodes, which is a 76% increase than uh, minutes created last year, according to our Spotify wrapped, which is a little bit more because they don't take into account um, some YouTube stuff and the clips we put out. So we, we produced more content in 2023 than we did in 2022. Because again, I wanted to turn pro with this podcast, we released uh, the first episode of 2023, which was episode 131 on January 3rd. And the last episode, which is the one you're listening episode 215 on December 29th. And a really pivotal moment for this podcast was the rebranding of this podcast, moving away from Jackson Stone, moving away from Jackson Talks Everybody, and moving into the Aaron Mashbits Something for Everybody era. And the first official episode under the Something for Everybody banner was episode 136. Again, now we're all the way up to 215 with releasing 84 episodes this year, and we're rocking and rolling. And according to our Spotify wrapped, um, which is an amazing thing they do every year, um, we had a 274 percent increase in listeners. We had a 344% increase in streams and we had a 172% increase in followers. So an exponential year for growth. I'm very proud of, of what we're doing here and everything that we're accomplishing. 
If you want to specifically support the podcast, you can through buy me a coffee or through Patreon or through buying shop for everybody merchandise. There are specific ways that directly support this podcast, but the best way is through Patreon or sharing this podcast with a friend or giving a rating or review. But I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming along this journey uh, it really means everything because it will always be amazing that podcasting can be a full-time job but i but you know building a a podcast from the ground up is is really hard and very few people realize that unless they're in the trenches of building an independent podcast and it should be hard because we should have to earn the right to be in your headphones, to be in your ears, to be in your brain, to giving you this valuable information. We have to earn that right. And I take on that responsibility very, very seriously. And so as an independent podcaster, everything is on me outside of video guy, Ben, who's an incredible asset to this two person operation. Everything is on me, whether that be scheduling, researching, editing, equipment, promoting. Um, but I think most importantly, being really deliberate on how I get better on doing this podcast and there's a couple lessons in there about being the best at getting better and consistency is everything um but i treat this like i did all my athletic endeavors i treat this like i did playing baseball i treat this like i did professional wrestling that's how i treat all of the businesses that i have in my life because i have this athlete sport mindset so i aim to get feedback and improve and think on the things I'm doing well, think of, think on the things I need to improve upon. How can I watch my game take and critique myself, but also reinforce the things that I'm doing well? How can I be as consistent as possible? How can I focus on the process, the process, the process, rather than the downloads, the listens, right? It's cool to see the metrics because it allows you to test that you're headed in the right direction and you're doing the right things and what you're doing is working and the process you have is appropriate for the goal you're trying to obtain. But I'm just focused on doing the thing. And so another thing that becomes up as podcasting is that there's like 4 million podcasts. But if you don't truly enjoy doing the thing, having the conversation, scheduling, researching, reading books, being ultimately being very curious about human nature or whatever subject you're discussing, curious about turtles, about politics, you know, about uh, friendship, about video games, whatever the podcast is you do, or whatever the thing that lights you up. I'm interested in human potential, human nature, how we can become the best version of ourselves, how we can close the gap on who we are and who we're capable of being. That's what I'm interested in. That's what lights me up. That's what I'm curious about. So I love doing the thing and bringing people, many people on this podcast who are experts in that field and then researching stuff on my own, taking classes, courses, and books, and then trying to synthesize that information for you guys on this podcast so you can grow and we can grow together because I don't have everything figured out. No one has anything figured out. And if we can grow together, that's cool. That's, that's community. That's really the amazing sauce. That's the juice right there. And so if you really don't enjoy doing this thing, it's why most podcasts really get past, you know, 20 episodes, you know, I've learned so much. Um, this is episode 215, but there's a, been a bunch of episodes that had to be deleted. And, you know, we had some technical difficulties. And I've done like 80 episodes with my champions adjust podcast, which gets an episode gets released every day there. If you're interested in like in a mindset, mental skills nugget that you can digest every single day, similar to the short episodes we do here, but I do one seven days a week with champions adjust here, we do short episodes three days a week and full length episodes two days a week so there's content for you uh, every single day from me and from the businesses I have about how you can be the best version of yourself and so with that 
I've done about 300 podcast episodes and still feel like I can get so much better, which is incredible from my athlete brain thinking, okay, I have so much room for improvement. I can continue making progress. I can continue making progress over years, decades, like with the conversations, with watching game take back with, with meeting new interesting people who are smarter than me, who can give me feedback and criticism when we can explore and do all of these things that I can strive to be the best at getting better. And so if you're still listening to this, I appreciate you. I just wanted to share sort of part of that journey, um, share that I'm just really proud of what we've done this year and what we will continue to do. Everything I do for this podcast is trying to produce the absolute best content and conversations that I can. And the way you support me through Patreon allows me to continue to directly upgrade this podcast or the things that we're doing or whatever the case may be is. And so I'm greatly appreciative. So thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you, video guy, Ben, for being here from the very start. Um, you know, to the moon we go, baby. So let's get into now the the five lessons, the five lessons that I've learned that are most important. They all go together and they all sort of make sense to me and what I'm about. And if you've listened to any episode or watched any episode of this podcast, you've heard me say these things before. So uh, number one is full effort equals full victory. Here's how Gandhi put it. Satisfaction lies in the effort not in the attainment. Full effort is full victory. And so I read that quote and then I thought about, okay, what's my definition of success and failure, which is what I've been thinking about. Like that's been the biggest theme for me this whole year, redefining what success and failure means. And so I came up with success means giving my best effort because truly I internally only know if I actually gave my best effort and I can call that a success. If I showed up and did my job to the absolute best of my ability, I executed my job to the absolute best of my ability that says nothing about winning or losing or the outcome because majority of the time that's out of our control. What's in our control? Attitude and effort. Attitude and effort equal giving our best effort. And so that's what success means to me. Now there's some reflection that you have to do post-performance or post-work or post-meeting or whatever your job domain is, there's some reflection that you need to do whether you obtain the result you wanted to or not. There's some reflection about what went well, you know, what didn't go well, how can we improve upon those things. But the underlying foundation uh, of getting anything you want in this world is giving your best effort. And if we can call that a success, we're going to continually be able to show up each and every day because we know that that's a win regardless of what direction it goes. We know that we gave our best effort. So that's success in my book. And then failure in my book, which I'm, I'm trying to remove that from my terminology, at least when I coach my athletes, you can't see it, I guess, even on YouTube, but my shirt does say full effort equals full victory because it's a, it's a saying that I've adopted for champions adjust and a saying that I use for my athletes, especially my, my youth athletes to have a better um, understanding of winning and losing to understand what it looks like because we're not going to win every game that's impossible but how can we see things as a success full victory or full effort equals full victory or full effort is full victory and so I think of six I think of failure as the refusal to move forward so there's sometimes we have to quit and there's sometimes we have to grit it out those are different situations so if we think of failure as the refusal to move forward, but I got up and kept trying, I got up and kept trying, great, not a failure. Yeah, there's some things in your life where you're not gonna continue moving forward. 
right? Are those failures? We have to evaluate those things. Or are they just obstacles? Are they just challenges? Are they just learning mechanisms? But are you a failure because of it? No, because I continue to get up and move forward. I specifically am trying to use this definition of failure for my athletes. If you make a mistake mid-game, an error, a bad throw, an interception, a fumble, uh, a walk, right? Whatever it is, are you a failure? Absolutely not, because you're continuing to play the game. You're still in the game with your teammates trying to do the absolute best that you can, so not a failure. Now, if you make that mistake and you pack up all your shit and you go home, yes, that's a failure. We have to figure out why you did that, why you didn't want to keep playing, and why you didn't want to keep moving forward, but not a failure. I've changed that word to mistake. Mistake, mistake. Now, what needs work? How can we improve? Okay, obstacles make me stronger. Obstacles make me stronger. So thinking about success and failure in that sort of context allowed me to really align with this Gandhi quote, which again is satisfaction lies in the effort, not in the attainment. So full effort equals full victory. Full effort is full victory. We do our best. We let go of the results, then we go back to doing our best. That's it. That's lesson number one. <sighs> lesson number two falls directly in line with that. And lesson number two is keep showing up. Keep showing up. Why is that important? Because nothing can ever get changed or fixed or altered or get better if you're not, if you didn't even show up, you can't win the game. You can't even play the game if you're not even in the fucking arena to start with. So you have to get into the arena. You have to be willing to get punched in the face, to have blood, sweat and tears, to be knocked down, to be punched, to be kicked out, to be yelled at, to be screamed, to be scrutinized. It doesn't matter what domain you're in. Arena is just arena. Arena is life. The game is life. You have to step inside of it. You have to keep showing up. You have to make, keep showing up this fundamental core value of who you are. No matter what happens, no matter what happens, you are a person who always shows up. Yesterday, Saturday, whatever, you're in a baseball tournament, your team loses 12 to zero and 16 to zero on Saturday. Are you going to show up on Sunday? Are you scared? You're like, oh, we lost. Oh my God. What are we going to know? You're a person who is ingrained in yourself and in your teammates and in the culture of who you are as a person. You said, no, we always show up because we always show up. You know why? Because it could change. It could get better. There's a chance. We give ourselves a chance by actually showing up. You have no chance to fix, to win, to play good, to get the girl, the boy, the job, the school, whatever you want. You have no chance of getting it if you aren't even in the arena. Always show up. Keep showing up. That's the mentality. That's the foundation of your mental toughness. It goes hand in hand with another foundational piece of mental toughness for me, which is optimism, real optimism, the foundation and fundamental belief that things will work out for the best through the proper energy, effort, attention, and focus. Optimism is right there with, okay, if I fundamentally believe that things are going to work out for the best, great. I know that because I'm going to show up. And if I show up, there's a chance, there's a chance that things will work out for the best. That's the foundation of mental toughness to always show up and optimism. They go hand in hand. And I think that's a really powerful combination. If we really can think about that, train it. So all these skills are trainable, just like running, hitting, reading, um, writing, you know, 
content creation, all of these things are skills that you can learn. So are your mental skills. So is mental toughness. And we can build that skill of optimism in ourselves so that we have this foundation of always showing up. So that's number two is to keep showing up. Number three is consistency is everything. Consistency is everything. When looking through a long-term lens, we can easily see that consistency is the most important factor. Just as it would be better to make 5% interest per year on your financial investments for the rest of your life than 50% interest for one year. It's better to maintain a modest lifelong habit than to start an extreme habit that can be that can't be sustained for a single year. Your results will consumerate with the consistency with which you execute your habits, not with the magnitude of their one-time impact. Brilliant. You have to be brilliant at the basics. Success is built on mastering the fundamentals and being as consistent as humanly possible. Being consistent, this is one of the quotes that really stood out for me this year from Chris Williamson of Modern Wisdom. Being consistent does not guarantee success, but being inconsistent guarantees that you won't be successful. So your absolute best chance at whatever you want in this life is first to be consistent. Consistency, 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 consistency over intensity, consistency on the fundamentals. Consistency is everything. It's everything. And what are your fundamentals? You have to figure those out based on your sport, uh, your job, your livelihood. But it's just as human beings, our fundamentals are eating, moving, sleeping, and thinking. Eating well, moving well, sleeping well, thinking well. Those are your fundamentals. Be as consistent on those as possible. Consistently do those things to the best of your ability as often and consistent as possible. That's what champions are made of. That's where long-term, sustainable, durable excellence is built by consistency over intensity, consistency on the fundamentals. Consistency is everything, is everything. You can relate it to podcasting. The podcasters who are consistent with episodes and content over a long period of time are the ones that the m- most people listen to the longest. The Tim Ferrisses, the Rich Rolls, the Jockos, right? Those people have been podcasting consistently for a long period of time, and now everyone in the podcasting world knows who they are, and they're, they're pioneers in the industry. I have to give Rich Roll his flowers every time I can. The guy's an incredible, absolutely incredible podcaster and a revolutionary and someone that I admire deeply. Rich Roll, thank you. Thank you for your service to the podcasting community. And so it's about consistency, consistency on those fundamentals. What are your fundamentals? Once again, eating well, moving well, sleeping well, thinking well, fire up those every single day, non-negotiables, consistency on the fundamentals. Okay. You have to be consistent if you want to achieve any sort of long-term sustainable success in your life. Excellence is built on consistency. And you're thinking about habits. You want to make your habits too small to fail. And you build on top of those too small to fail. You build on top of those. And then they actually become a long-term consistent habit. It becomes who you are, not just something that you do every once in a while. You start with them as too small to fail. Then you build from there. And then it becomes ingrained part of your being, like being optimistic, like always showing up like giving your best effort, which means success, like full effort equals full victory. These things 
become part of your intrinsic nature. They could become who you are. They become your identity, which is your repeated beingness. That's who you are. You're someone who's consistent on the fundamentals. You, you're excellent at the basics. So that's something that we can train again, starting too small to fail and building from there. The first few episodes that I will release in 2024 will be specifically about habit building and goal formation. So look out for those in 2024. Those will be solo episodes, which get released on Fridays. Episodes with guests get released on Tuesdays. Sometimes we do more guest episodes just to pay, uh, based on the month, but that's usually the cadence for this podcast. All right, number four. Number four is be the best at getting better. I got this from a, from a Tom Brady interview. He was being interviewed by Patrick Bet David and. Patrick Bet David asked him if he ever thought about becoming the greatest of all time. You know, in my eyes, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Sure, there can be argument there. At least he's one of the best, you know, top five. There's no argument with that. And Tom said he never focused on being the greatest of all time. His number one focus, his number one focus was being the best at getting better. I love that. That's such a powerful mindset to have. I've been using that and teaching that to all of my athletes since I heard about it. And I think I heard it in, you know, September or October. And I've just been, I mean, it's part of my top five lessons of the year. And I heard it in the back half of the year. Be the best at getting better. You know, it falls right in line with these ideas that I've been trying to synthesize with this idea of success, which is giving your best effort, which this new slogan of full effort equals full victory. If I'm giving my best effort and I'm always showing up and consistency is everything and I've sort of detached from the results because the results are a byproduct of my consistent effort on the right things, then why wouldn't it make sense for me to solely focus on being the best at getting better. That's just the underlying theme there is that process is primary, right? We're focused on the process of doing the thing because we love doing the thing. I mentioned earlier about podcasters can't get past 20 episodes because they want to be Joe Rogan and Rich Roll in a week when really it takes time, effort, attention, focus, deliberate practice. It takes talking to no one for, ep for hundreds and hundreds of episodes. Then people finally start to listen and pay attention and then you have to continue getting better and then you get scrutinized and you have to continue getting better and better and better and better and better and better. And, better. and that's the progress because your competitive, competitive advantage is that you love doing the thing and then you'll do it for a longer time because you enjoy it. There's fun in this for you. I love doing this. I love thinking about these ideas and trying to express them in a way that's logical so you can understand them and apply them into your life and hopefully have some tactical advantages that make you uh, closer to closing that gap of who you are and who you're capable of being. That's the, that's awesome. And so if we're thinking about process is primary, Okay, my my wildly important goal or my wildly important target is like, you know, a guiding star. I'm always headed towards it, but I'm never there there. And so really I can celebrate my wins along the way and my successes along the way when I give my best effort because I know that's a success. I know that's a win. Okay. And so then my sole focus is to be the best at getting better. Wow, be the best at getting better obsessive goal orientation, the, mo the desire of most people today for quick, sure, and highly visible results is perhaps the deadliest enemy of mastery. So being obsessive with goal orientation removes 
this idea that we want to be the best at getting better. And it's a deadly enemy for mastery. If you really want to have sustainable, durable ex excellence and reach this ultimate level that you're capable of being, reach the edge of your capacity and even go farther than that, your goal is to be the best at getting better. And Russell Simmons sort of echoes this wisdom in his book, Do You?, and he says, I know some people say, keep your eyes on the prize, but I disagree. When your eyes are stuck on the prize, you're going to keep stumbling and crashing into things. If you really want to get ahead, you've got to keep your eyes focused on the path. People say this all the time. This is just another way of saying it. It's about the journey, not the destination. But if we have some concrete thing we can focus on, which is, being the best at getting better, it's not so esoteric or it's it's not as hard to grasp to say, okay, I'm going to be the best at getting better. That's my goal every day, day to day when I wake up. And it doesn't have, this is not about sports. I know I relate it to sports because that's what I know and that's who I am and that's what I coach. But you can apply this to any aspect of your life, fatherhood, being a mom, sales, um, you know, marketing, whatever you do, whatever you want to be great at, whatever you want to have sustainable excellence in, thinking about how you can take this mindset of full effort equals full victory. I'm always going to show up no matter what. Even if I get knocked down, I'm always going to get up. I'm always going to show up because I'm in the arena. And then, okay, with that, I'm consistency is everything. Consistency on my fundamentals. So I'm taking good care of myself by moving, eating, sleeping, and thinking. Consistency is everything. And then I have my target for each day, my target for each day, because happy people have projects and we are teleological human beings, which means we need targets. So my target for every day is to be the best at getting better. Unbelievable. Perfect. Fantastic. And so the last one sort of sums this all up. This is a really important lesson that I've learned this year is rest and recovery rest and recovery. I talk a lot about effort and giving your best effort, but a very key component of that is rest and recovery. Like the work, like putting in the work and having fun doing the work and bringing joy into the work, that, that's such an important part, right? But what's even more important or equally as important, let's say, is, excuse me, is rest and recovery. If the goal, what my, this is what Dr. Michael Gervais talks about, if the goal every day is to get to the edge of my capacity, okay, I'm focused on full effort, I'm focused on being the best at getting better, I'm focusing on my fundamentals, okay, so I'm get, trying to get to the edge of my capacity every day and see where that line is, how far I can take that edge out where my capacity really is. Then, if I do that, then I have to rest and recover just as hard so every day I can wake up and do the same thing. If I don't rest and recover just as hard as I work, then I'm not able to do that on a day in day out basis. I get burnt out. I get tired. I get winded. Um, all of these things happen that don't need to happen if I prioritize my rest and recovery. So it's a mobility routine. It's yoga. It's active recovery. It's working out. It's eating well. It's your relationships. It's thinking about what gives you energy 
and what takes away your energy, what's an energy vampire and what's an energy giver, right? Those things are important to your rest and recovery. How much are we prioritizing our sleep? Are we taking naps? Do we do meditation? Are we uh, learning how to use our breath as our friend, our anchor and our, as our life force? What are all of these things that we're doing that can help us prioritize our energy levels? Because if we think about energy, work and love, we want to be able to have energy so we can get to the edge of our capacity. We want to be able to have work, do our work, whatever our work is to the best of our ability every single day. And then we want to still have energy to get into deep love with the people we care about, whether it be our family, our friends, whatever it is. So those are our three domains, energy, work and love. And all of those, I can't give my best to all of those if I don't prioritize my rest and recovery. So you have to think about rest and recovery as an integral part of the work. It is part of the work. It's not separate. It's not different. It's not something that you give yourself every six months. It's a part of your every single day routine. It's a part of your fundamentals. If we're consistent on our fundamentals, cons consistent because consistency is everything, I'm moving well, I'm eating well, I'm sleeping well and I'm thinking well. Those are my found fundamentals and I'm focusing on those every single day. And part of those is rest and recovery and nutrition and moving and all of those things have an impact and especially thinking has an impact on how we rest and recover and so do our relationships, our sense of belonging, our connectedness, all of that impacts our energy levels and our work and our love. And we want to be the best we can possibly be in all three areas, right? And we want to continually try and close that gap for who we are and who we're capable of being. And so those are the five lessons that have stood out to me the most this year. Full effort equals full victory. Keep showing up. Consistency is everything. Be the best at getting better and rest and recovery. Those are the five most powerful lessons that I learned. And hopefully you can take something away from this episode that you can apply into your life immediately. Um, so you can start becoming that you know, best version of you and greatest service of the world. And I want to leave you with this, considering this is the last episode of 2023 and we're going to have a massive 2024. Thank you. Thanks to you and all of your support. So here we go. Imagine you only have 10 minutes to live. What would you do? Imagine you only have 10 days to live. What would you do? Imagine you only have 10 months to live. What would you do? Imagine you only have 10 years to live. What would you do? Imagine you only have the rest of your life to live. What would you do? Looking at your answers to these questions, you have a lot of information about yourself. In this exercise, we are talking about your end game. Can you think about any changes you would like to design into your self-image? Start designing and changing. None of us know when we will enter the final countdown. I don't know when mine will come, and, I, and you don't know yours either. One thing for sure, it's closer today, it's closer right now than it was yesterday, and it will, and it will be closer still tomorrow. So now is the time to develop into the person you want to be. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Something for Everybody. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in to that episode. Which lesson stood out to you the most? What did you learn that you could potentially implement into your life today? And if you enjoyed that episode, please share it with a friend because the podcast grows from people like you sharing it with people like you.
And don't forget to leave us a rating or review on Spotify, Apple, or even on Good Pods. But the absolute best way to support this podcast is by becoming a supporter via Patreon. Patreon.com slash Aaron Mashbits directly supports me, this podcast, and my mental health nonprofit called You Are Loved. Thank you for your support and thank you in advance. But most importantly, most importantly, above all else, please, please take good care of yourselves and others. And I'll see you next time. Lots of love. Cheers.